0: You know we love spooky things. This is why we fell in love with Michigan-based Lynn B. Designs. When I popped the pumpkin spice all the things wax melt into my burner, my home was filled with the delicious buttery scent. Plus, there's the wide variety of gorgeous nail polishes with themes like Hocus Pocus and Pleasant Peninsula. All products are vegan and cruelty-free, and you can find monthly sales on Facebook and Instagram at Lynn B. Designs. Head to linbdesigns.store today. Again, that's L-Y-N-B-designs.store. We love them. We love you. It's great nail
1: polish. It's the best I've ever used. (laughs) Thanks! Michiganders can be a superstitious bunch. We find all sorts of reasons to explain the world around us, sometimes pulling from science, sometimes tradition, and sometimes from our imaginations. What happens when we can't readily explain our experiences? And what happens when a ghost story gets out of hand? Do these legends stem entirely from fantasy, or are people seeing things no one can truly explain? I'm Krista K. Coburn. And I'm Kay Gray. Welcome to Haunted Mitten.
0: Saugatuck and the surrounding area is known for its beaches, absolutely, uh, its adorable downtowns, spring festivals, and its melon heads. Well, maybe not so much the last part. <laughs> but that's what we know Saugatuck and the surrounding area to be famous for, or infamous. In fact, all of Allegan County on Michigan's west side has tales of giant headed children wandering the forests, waiting to attack anyone who comes calling. They are said to come from the gorgeous Felt Mansion in Holland, coming out to violently dissuade anyone who lingers too long. But uh, what are these strange giant-brained humanoids? Good question, Krista. I wrote for you to ask me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On purpose. The story begins with an asylum, as many stories do, performing horrible experiments on their patients. These patients had or ended up with Hydrocephalus, which is a buildup of fluid in the brain, causing the head to expand to disproportionate levels. The legends have different endings, some saying the patients were freed when the asylum was closed, freed meaning they were just set loose in the woods, and some saying that they turned on their doctor and killed him before fleeing into the woods. And still others say that and still some others say that they went feral after years of torture and abuse and were set free into the woods presumably because the doctors could no longer control them. And yet another ending says that the children sought revenge and murdered their doctor. Having nowhere to hide the body, they cut it up into little pieces and scattered it all over the woods surrounding the asylum. Now, having nowhere else to go, the Melonheads either live in the ruins of the asylum, in the Felt Mansion before it was restored, or in the woods throughout Allegan County, or in a network of caves scattered around the area where they can hide and pop out any time to attack the unsuspecting victim. Take your pick.
0: Okay, I believe the woods thing, because it's it's extremely rural. Yeah. I once described Allegan to a friend of mine who lived in Grand Rapids as the cornfields you drive through on your way from Kalamazoo to Grand Rapids. Correct. And he was like, oh, yeah, because he'd never heard of Allegan County. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, it's the county that sits between Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids. He was like, oh, yeah.
1: You've been there a thousand times.
0: Like <laughs> Every time you drive down to visit me, you drive through it. <laughs> oh, that thing I don't pay attention to. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still extremely rural, which is fine. I'm okay with that. I don't think everything needs to be developed. Oh, no. it's um, It can be woods and cornfields if it wants to be yeah. woods and cornfields. I've never heard about caves. Yeah. That would surprise me a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, but, we'll talk a little bit about that, but yeah, yeah, I, but, yeah, there could, it's rural, it's wooded, it, yeah, yeah, there could be things hiding in those woods. I don't know, that wouldn't surprise me at all. So, all right, so the felt mansion, what's up with that? Why does it play a part in this legend? It was built by a machinist and inventor, Dor Felt, in 1927 for his wife, Agnes. We have great names, so many great in names. season three. So many great names, and oh, by the way, door is D O R R. Of course, not, it's not like yeah, no, it's not going to be like a law. door, right? Felt is the inventor of the comptometer. Sure, I'm going to guess the first key-driven mechanical calculator, and the comptograph, the first printing adding machine, which is pretty cool. We got a lot of inventors in Michigan too. We right? do. I, I like that.
1: And they were like the first. Um, they were basically the first
0: office supplies. That's awesome. Yeah. At a place that has like no offices, no. Uh, they did back in the day. <laughs> they were they did a lot of logging, hence all the forests. They had offices. That's true. I mean, um, when logging. they had the Great Chicago Fire, there were also fires in Michigan at the time, but they basically deforested Allegan County to rebuild Chicago. Wow. The trees. There are trees now. Like they came back. Yeah. But... No, I've seen. Tre- I've been to Allegan. I've seen trees, but. Yeah. Oh my god! Just fun little fact. I knew that you would have great Allegan facts. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm proud. So I'm not actually from Alligant. My family is very much from Alligant. That's where they settled after they fled the uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, great. <laughs> via <laughs> Ohio. Um, so, yeah, my family has deep roots on, like, all sides, pretty much. Because yeah. that's also where my Italian relatives settled after they came from Sicily. Why? Why Alligant? I don't know. <laughs> we both asked at the same time. <laughs> They were prosperous though. They owned a grocer, um, so they made it through the Great Depression pretty easily because they were a grocery store. Um, and that building is still there. And the building next to it, the house next to it, was built by my great grandfather. So sweet. So yeah, they, I have deep roots, fairly deep roots in Allegan County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but back to to door here. Uh, this left him with lots of money to spend, which he happily did on a three-story mansion complete with library and ballroom two absolute requirements to my home. Uh, side note, it's built with steel, concrete, and brick, which I find absolutely fascinating. That is really cool. I figured you would. That's why I, I yeah, took the when, liberty of adding your feelings. was this built again? 1927? Yeah, that's... Uh, that would be up and coming, I think, people. Yeah. That would have been, like, the new, ooh, let's build my house out of this.
1: It's just, it's the first building, I think, that we've come across where, A, they described what it was made out of, because most people would just say it was built. Um, and B, that is, like, steel and concrete yeah for and a three-story just...
0: home i mean it's a big home but it's a home yeah
1: in fact if you were to take a second to like just google the image of it cool. if you don't remember what it looks like it's one it's gorgeous
0: yes <laughs> two it's yes.
1: huge it has a ballroom
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of homes did because we've done a few tours haunted tours and things and a lot of homes that back then did have ballrooms yeah which always surprised me because they're they're good-sized homes but they're not what I would nowadays think of as a mansion. Right. And
1: um, I, I, I'm i definitely um, I've definitely learned of houses with ballrooms from like BBC period pieces.
0: True. Yeah, and those absolutely. are like
1: Pemberley. like Right. Like, that that huge...
0: house has a ballroom. Of
1: course huge... it does. It has a statue gallery. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not, oh, here's this house in the middle of Allegan County that's
0: got built from steel <laughs> built from steel that's got a ballroom in it so i, I this is pretty big i could see where there would be a ballroom here for sure yeah but yeah a lot of times they put them on like the top story of their house yeah or like what would would have been like the attic they converted it to a ballroom because right. people like to dance man music nights were one of the biggest nights of the week I oh to yeah white people over for some music heck yeah
1: man we should do that except all of our houses are tiny now
0: yeah we could have a backyard party i nice guess we could have a back yeah. yeah we got a bar back there yeah that's true Uh, That's halfway to a party. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Poor Agnes only got to enjoy her mansion for six weeks. Oh, I know. She passed away suddenly in 1928. Dorr didn't stay long after either. He moved to Chicago with his new wife in 1929. That was quick. I don't know. It doesn't. (laughs) Nothing I found. says. A that he killed her, and B <laughs> B that he was having an affair, and C when he got married after she died. Oh, but I don't know. I could go through a lot of speculation, but yeah, anyway. yeah, there's a lot to speculate it's, about here. It's, <laughs> it's fine. So he moved to Chicago with his new wife in nineteen twenty nine and then died in nineteen thirty at the age of sixty eight.
0: How oh, that man really packed in a lot of life. That was a lot of life for <laughs> the one of time. Year. Dang.
1: It's uh yeah. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be the house itself that's the center of the Melonhead legend. The thing that we're talking about. The melon mm-hmm. heads. Uh No, the mansion just seems to be surrounded by it.
0: Yeah, because when I first learned the legend when I was uh, maybe a teenager or something. Um, I don't believe the mansion was part of it. Yeah. It okay. was just there are these melon heads that run wild in the. That's actually really yeah. good to know.
1: That. In your hearing of. Yeah. The I tale. don't.
0: It was like news to me within the last like fairly recent years that oh okay. that felt was like associated with it oh wow um but it's not like it was something I really heard people talk about oh okay <laughs> really um I think my cousins had heard the legends maybe um I wish my dad was around so I could ask him I know <laughs> that's I the kind of thing he would go for I I, um,
1: I thought about it briefly and I should have asked you to ask mom or ask jay or somebody in your family if heard of it yeah, yeah if they had heard it
0: because mom didn't live there for too long pa yeah. actually grew up there yeah it'd be interesting. she did go to high school there um for at least a year that's like that's like prime hearing about Melonheads, right time. that's what i'm thinking like she might have heard about it but yeah i i did not remember the felt mansion being associated with it until somewhat okay. recently that's really interesting um i just heard like oh yeah there used to be this asylum and like the the patient's got loose and now they live in the woods and yeah. breed apparently I that's yeah no
1: I, <laughs> that's that's a very ambiguous part of all of these legends is why they're still around now and like i guess they're i don't know breeding getting hitched doing whatever melonheads do in the
0: forest caves yeah because felt the, mansion i have no i idea. mean if they were kids at the time like they could be grown up but at this point they'd be pretty old yeah <laughs> um so the melonheads were supposedly created at the junction, insane asylum near the mansion, but not part of it. And I, I would have heard. Of, I don't. I never heard the as- insane asylum named. Michigan's covered in insane asylums. It really is. Um, so that yeah, that would have been more what I heard. Um, the only real problem with that is that the asylum never existed. However, and I had heard that too. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. because um, I had heard the story about the insane asylum, and other people were like ah, as not true there was never an insane asylum out there blah 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 but like i said michigan's covered in him was thank you engler um (laughs) so county and medical records from the time uh, mid 1800s or so um confirm that so yeah these kids wouldn't not be alive at all uh the the closest day hospital we could find is in kalamazoo uh it's just not close enough to have spawned the legend and yeah i can confirm my father used to work there no (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's no i mean god to drive from there today would be probably 45 minutes. Yeah now imagine and that's with modern technology and with like modern roads. yeah yeah. So yeah, they would have they would have traveled pretty far. <laughs> yeah that's, that's just not close enough. Um, in fact, it has plenty of legends of its own. yeah, absolutely. Um, but we'll do that another time. we're gonna do a we're gonna do a podcast and we're absolutely talking about. The Kalamazoo Insane Asylum. Oh, yeah. She has a poem written about it, too, <gasps> which I will recite for you in that episode. Excellent. Look forward to it. Oh, I am. And we are, as the audience. I'm being the audience now. It's one of the few poems I've ever memorized. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course that was it. Of course it was. It's like how I memorized the raven. It's fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> that did not surprise me at all. I knew that. Go on. <laughs> However, in the 1940s, the Felt family sold the mansion to Shore Acres Farm. I couldn't, couldn't find much on what the farm did with it, but apparently in 1949, it was sold to the St. Augustine Seminary, a private Catholic prep school for young men. Michigan also was crawling in those. Uh, they built a school on the ridge to the west of the mansion, and according to the mansion's website, nuns lived in the grand house itself. Well, still, the ladies have it. Uh, If you can't see where we're going with this yet, don't worry. All will become clear soon.
1: And then in the late 70s, the seminary sold the buildings and grounds to the police. It became the Dunes Correctional Facility with the mansion acting as offices for the state police. The prison was active until the 1990s when it was sold to Lake Town Township. Lake Town Township. Lake Township, come on, cut one of those towns out of there.
0: No, it's, <laughs> it's too many towns. Legal reasons.
1: No, it's too many towns. <laughs> <laughs> it was sold to Lake Town Township for a dollar with the promise that the mansion would be for public use only and never for quote unquote private enterprise. The mansion itself was restored in the 2000s after it fell into terrible disrepair, disrepair. like it looked like the roof falling mm-hmm. through kind of disrepair. And I remember seeing pictures like that. Yeah.
0: That's kind of how I remember it.
1: And now it even hosts haunted tours, which we are absolutely going to do. Oh, absolutely. We have an inn, too. It's great. But they're only in the fall. Yeah. So
0: during our busiest time ever. That's fine. It would be so beautiful out there, though. Oh, I know. Yeah. I I mean, that's one thing about Allegan being so rural is it's gorgeous in the fall. It's so pretty. Mm -hmm. But you just don't want to, like, stay there for extended periods of time. Yeah. Just be careful. You go
1: and you look. And not even for the melon Hens. I mean, for, like, the live living residents no offense listeners in again but you live in the middle of nowhere
0: i i mean no offense but i did see a confederate flag hanging up in downtown otsego yep. just saying Yup, deal with that allegan what going on moving on yep uh so if there was never an asylum and no horrendous experiments done on the hydrocephal- <laughs> <I cannot laughs> hydrocephalic <resort>. hydrocephalic <laughs> done on the hydrocephalic where do the melon heads come from have you ever been the nerdy kid in school the
1: brainiac yes yes (laughs) (laughs) the answer is yes wwmt news channel 3 did a story on the melon heads in 2016 where they interviewed scott kuykendall i'm assuming that's how you pronounce the last name i have no idea i've only read it it's probably dutch (laughs) going with yes (laughs) There's a couple K's and a Y in it, yes. Uh, Scott Kuykendall of the Allegan County Historical Society, and he laid an idea down that makes a lot of sense regarding the connection between the humanoids and the seminary. Quote, the town folk referred to the students as melonheads because they were considered smarter. It was a negative, obviously. They thought they came from money and that they were rich and had big heads.
0: Unquote. We find this really interesting because there don't seem to be stories of the melon heads from before the 50s. Uh, this makes sense in a way because of the hospital and experiments said to be involved in the legends. While sanatoriums and state hospitals started well before 1950, something has to be said for the B-movie horror flicks that were popular during the 50s and beyond in possibly having a role in creating these stories. I mean, I've seen quite a few of them, so yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Right? That's... I can see it in my head. Like yeah. the doctor experimenting on a giant headed right. person like cackling cackling we just did an yep. episode earlier that had cackling in it okay. um, cackling about this while like over the table and some right. kind of electricity like it's just this is such a b-movie thing
0: it absolutely is And that is that is totally speculation um, but again we can see it <laughs> um, but don't they seem like creatures in a mad scientist lab running around while he cackles my sorry heartache? I just said that yeah. but yeah <laughs> take that part out but like yeah yeah that I, i can see that for sure teenagers ugh, damn teenagers
1: damn kids this seems to be predominantly a 60s and 70s tale with michigan's other side one of our favorite websites claiming it was used by parents to scare children into behaving much like fairy tales of old don't go into the forest after dark or terrible things will happen to you Add that into the stories that I'm sure must have been told about the prison because, let's face it, they're not exactly nice places to be. And we can totally see how the legend of evil, giant-headed monsters
0: came to inhabit the woods and some mines in Allegan. And that just reminds me of, um, so there's the prison in Jackson. Oh, yeah. And there, I don't know if there still are, but I remember driving on the highway and all of the signs that say, you know, do not pick up hitchhikers. Oh, I think um which hitchhiking is illegal are. anyway but like whatever yeah <laughs> uh, i remember seeing that and they're probably still there they're usually around prisons it's usually mm. how you know there's a prison nearby um and i remember asking my dad about it and he was like oh it's from the the prison and then you you get images of like oh the mad prisoners escaping oh yeah you know, that kind of thing um so yeah i would that's absolutely a thing associated with prisons oh yeah definitely like, oh how many horror stories are there like oh the crazy serial killer escaped from the prison and now he's in your back seat. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. That's so the, many urban legends. That
1: was legitimately one of my fears as a child and when I was first when I when I got my first car.
0: Yeah, that someone's going to be in the back seat. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that that makes total sense that you would have the prison and it would kind of converge together mm-hmm. and insane asylum, you know. Um we won't get into them in detail, but there are melonhead stories from Ohio and Connecticut too. Interestingly, both with similar origin stories to the Michigan heads, although the stories in Connecticut get a little more gruesome, as in cannibalism gruesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely never heard any cannibalism here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently these guys really get around. I know, right? <laughs> and, and the further east they go, they get brutal.
1: Those, those heads don't stop <laughs> them, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, but as is common with legends like these, they've become jumbled with each other, sharing bits and pieces among other state stories. From what the doctor's name was, Crow, of course, of course. To, to how they became hydrocephalic. And if everything ended there, with no asylum to be
1: found, some egghead students and kids stories from the 70s, we'd dust our hands off and move on. But of course it doesn't end there. Just like with the dog man, what at first looked like a cut and dry tail ended up having so much more. Because the stories don't stop in the 70s. Michigan's Other Side, again, is always a great place for information. Thanks, guys. But it's even better for hearing from Michiganders who have had experiences of their own. We wanted to share a few because it seems the Mellonheads are alive and well. All right. Not well, but alive. Yeah,
0: they were never well.
1: Uh, So this is a reader submission on the actual article from Michigan's Other Side. And I'm just going to read it verbatim. Last year, me and some of my friends at Hope College decided we wanted to go to the Allegan County woods in Hamilton in search of the melon heads. On our first night there, we went back on a path for about a mile and came to an opening where there seemed to be a foundation of a building still there, but the building was gone. On the walk back to the opening, there was a sign hanging over the path, but it was too faded to make out the wording. On the first night, we did not experience anything too out of the ordinary that we didn't think we couldn't explain by animals or other sorts. What are those other sorts? Yeah. (laughs) Melon heads. Yeah. That's an explanation. We went back the next night and it was raining mixed with some lightning. Me and two other guys were leading the group down the path and about a half a mile into our walk. There was a lightning flash and all three of us saw the exact same figure of a human about four and a half feet tall with an abnormally large head standing in the middle of the clearing that we had gone to the night before. We three kind of slowed down for a minute, and the next thing we knew, we heard a huge crash in the woods to the left of us. We immediately turned and ra- ran back to the cars.
0: Yeah, because what are you doing in the woods during a lightning storm?
1: That seems like a <laughs> terrible idea.
0: Yeah. That's what that melonhead was telling you. I'm doing! Leave! <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from the comment section. I lived in Southwest Michigan for 20 years. I have been on Melonhead Road many, many, many times in my life. where's that no explanation for where that is yeah Um, well there is a little bit but yeah i've not heard of that one Uh uh i believe the real name of the road is Cherrywood or something like that it is in bridgman and i've been to bridgman funny story um there are many stories one is that as you go through the tunnel and blow your horn okay the melon heads will come out with bats others are as you make the three mile rugged terrain circle at The melon heads will come out at you at any given time. It's poorly written. I'm sorry. Uh, I was never able to see one because, of course, I don't believe there are any. It didn't matter. Everyone was just too scared because of the thought that someone might be out there. (laughs) And then someone else also repeats um, Bridgman having heard different stories. um, She says, I was always told that the nuclear plant used to test on unfortunate people and they eventually escaped into the woods. Nuclear plants don't do that. Right. Of course, I know. (laughs) far as we know i've never what if they do these are the only ones that escaped i mean that's a good cover i guess (laughs) we don't we're not doing experiments here we're just a nuclear plant it's fun we just give you power Mm, yeah (laughs) but this tunnel thing yeah apparently there's a tunnel in bridgman where you can go and they'll come out at you
1: yeah it says the tunnel uh, a small old tunnel that goes beneath i-94 is there like a
0: crossover like i ninety four goes over a road maybe i mean it goes over several but yeah but i mean bridgeman is, is pretty small fair enough it's like a quaint little lakeside no town. um
1: from this same one it says my family and i would drive to the tunnel at night and stop in the middle roll down your windows unlock the doors and turn the car off honk slowly three times and if the melon heads don't get you then they may show up at the end of the tunnel once you turn the car back on if they do not appear, they will get you in the woods. If you decide to turn around, they will get under your car and follow you home. To try and avoid this, drive through the woods. It is a twisting and disorienting road with very, with a very few empty houses. Melonheads will be following and watch you from the woods. Just when you think you'll never find your way out, you make it back to the tunnel. Repeat the process leaving and hope that you don't bring any home with you.
0: What on earth? That's very detailed. Great i've never heard of anything this detailed that's fascinating no that's
1: it's <laughs> like it, it It reminds me of like a gravity hill or like um like yeah like the kids mm-hmm. on the railroad yeah park your car on the railroad tracks yeah dead children will push your car off it's because it's that detailed it's like it gives you yeah. step-by-step instructions of how to see the melon heads which yes
0: and I, I don't know the nature of this tunnel but i'm not gonna drive into a tunnel stop halfway and roll my windows down like <laughs> let's not do that you don't have to be with me I'll take Aaron (laughs) Aaron's big roll down the windows unlock the doors and you're like what you have to do it at night right yeah of course you have to do it at night yeah I just because it's so detailed you know that like teenagers or someone's going to be out there to mess with people I know it's a good way to get carjacked (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) I don't know
1: Um, I like the other one where they chase you around with bats yeah I'm out with bats. So like the melon heads aren't—they don't seem to be like magic of any kind.
0: No, just urban legend.
1: They're just yeah, they'll <laughs> just they'll chase you around with bats. Let's see. Yeah, there's like there's two stories of uh, the nuclear power plant doing some shady shit.
0: <laughs> but you know that was like you were saying the 1950s and yeah all that stuff is around and you know know, nuclear accidents created Mm -hmm. superheroes monsters yeah um there's
1: another reader submission that says i have lived in lake town township for about 12 years now and this was written i think this article was written like a decent five years ago at least i have friends who have seen the melon heads in the woods a few times do i believe in them yes and no and it says they say if you flick your car headlights you're more prone to see something but i'm too afraid to try (laughs) <laughs> I have heard insane ghost stories about the Felt Mansion, though. And we're going to get into that, so I'm not going to read the rest of that. Um, I wrote a note for myself saying, remember to talk about the faith here, your elementals. That's what I was thinking, honestly. Because a lot of these, specifically from the reader stories, not from the like original legends, it sounds a lot like little tricksters yeah, messing with you because you came to their woods yep like <laughs> it sounds a lot like elementals or, or or fairies like all right you came to mess with us so mm-hmm. you're gonna get messed with yeah and then um the caves a little bit i did not find a lot on the legends it was really just that one that was like oh they come from they possibly
0: come from a cave system yeah and i i mean i would really have to check or ask someone who lives there but yeah. i don't it's not very rocky particularly. Yeah. Um. Especially as you get to the west side, it's very sandy. There are sand dunes, beautiful sand dunes. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me more of um,
1: the Hellier thing, yeah. goblins and caves. The goblins and caves. Yeah. Um. In which case, Kentucky is really just built on.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. A giant. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think Michigan is the there. same. No, I don't think we're particularly. No.
1: If any, it's. I think it's too wet. Yeah. If anything, if you dig down far enough, it's, if it's
0: a cave, it's full of water. <laughs> yeah. I just. Yeah. I don't remember Michigan being particularly known for cave. Maybe if you get up by the Porcupine Mountains, but that's that's what, that's well away from Allegan.
1: Yeah. That's 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 nowhere near down down in our half. Yeah. So I yeah. So there wasn't much on the cave part, but I think it just it relates more to like little trickster spirits or elementals or goblins or fairies or any of that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Maybe that's what people are experiencing, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: they just happen. They ha- they already had, like they have the melon head idea. So,
0: Oh, that's what it must be.
1: Boop. Yeah. yeah, it connected the two. Which who knows? Maybe the fairies have giant heads. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But yeah, I wanted to throw that out there as like a maybe.
0: Maybe it's fairies. Yeah, because it does match some of our folklore, mm-hmm. European folklorists. Should say yeah, but you know the They're, folklore we've adopted. Yeah, most of us are European here, yeah. European descendants. Uh, but while while we're here, <laughs> while we're here, uh, let's talk a little bit about these strange things still happening at the Felt Mansion, because of course they do. Of course they do. Of course they do. Please, <laughs> obviously, uh, with the house surrounded by such legends as these, it's no wonder that people are still seeing, feeling, and hearing things go bump in the night there. Sometimes bump in the daytime too. Uh, click on detroit in their article mentioned above says visitors and late night explorers have reported seeing curtains moving in the windows of the vacant old building with strange noises such as heavy breathing footsteps and shadows darting through the darkness great darting through the darkness (laughs) love that
1: Hauntedrooms.com, a fantastic website where you can read ghost stories and book the rooms they happen in
0: we're doing this aren't we
1: yes yes we are (laughs) she sees the look i'm giving her Claims, quote, shadow people or dark figures have been reported in the third floor ballroom. Some of the shadows appear to sway and dance while others seem to be cleaning or sweeping the floor. The double French doors in Agnes's bedroom are said to open and close by themselves, unquote. Agnes herself has apparently been seen in her beautiful home, still there after all these years. She did only get to enjoy it for six weeks. Maybe she wants to stay. I might want to. Oh, you built this house for me? yeah Uh, all that i mean a lot of work went into that so much work but she doesn't like inappropriate behavior one paranormal group member was admonished by someone or something for spewing a few curses a heavy door to the outside suddenly opened and a very cold wind slammed into him there's actually a video of it so we'll post it on our social media remind one of us to do that
0: yeah, I I love it when there are videos. <laughs> I know.
1: Uh, so take a look and see what you think. I watched it a couple times, but I was at work, so I couldn't have the sound on. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So
0: I don't I don't know. But it look it seems fine, legit. I don't know. It's funny because Allegan County, when we go visit my relatives, like that is definitely one place where I watch my mouth, <laughs> right? <laughs> For various reasons. But, yeah. um, it's you know it's rural, it's quaint, it's more conservative, um, it's very different from where i live now for sure and also even where i, I grew up i mean kalamazoo was the big city and kalamazoo not that big of a that's city. hilarious I mean, to me god what would they make of detroit they are terrified of detroit though like my, i was like they don't come yeah, here my relatives from that area are like terrified of detroit yes they don't come here um they were really scared when i bought my house in um ypsilanti because they're like well, that's like 45 minutes from detroit i'm like yeah 45 minutes down a highway it's fine. Also, I had lived closer in Belleville, where it was like 30 minutes from Detroit. Like, just and anyway, who cares? It's all fine. It's fine. It's a city, sure. I, I love it when you when we mention these radio or not radio stations, TV stations, also radio stations, because I'm like, oh, that's how I watched my news. <laughs> like, it's just it's a nice little nostalgia piece when we do things from West Michigan. Uh, So WZZM13 wrote an article just in 2020, it's pretty recently, about the Felt Mansion and the Melonheads, interviewing Patty Meyer, one of the renovators of the house. Quote, for most of the past 19 years, Meyer has been working from inside the mansion while renovating it. She says she heard about the hauntings early on, but never gave them much credence until she started having multiple experiences of her own. Because of course she did. Um, she says I was working here setting up for the Christmas holidays putting large rugs in each of the rooms recalls Meyer, I put one of the rugs in Agnes's bedroom where she died I left the room to go get some Christmas decorations came back and the rug was bunched up in the corner after a while my assistant and I went back up to Agnes's room and not only was the rug, rug all bunched up again it had moved to another room <laughs> it's great it was at that point I started to wonder <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, apparently she didn't like that rug. No, she said no. She she
1: seems to be very particular.
0: That's yeah,
1: yeah. Which granted, it's her house. Mm-hmm. She got it for six weeks. Yeah,
0: I would and want it exactly how I wanted it too. Yeah, and obviously, so much went into, like I said, building the house and yeah. and making it their own. And, and like, and then for her to be there less than two months, that's really sad.
1: Yeah, and then even when Dora was building it, it like he called it agnes's house Mm -hmm. like it was just known as her house yeah so he built it for her so yeah i i would stick around and i would be like no this is mine this is how we're going to decorate it i don't Mm -hmm. like this rug you get this rug out of my bedroom
0: yeah (laughs) yeah there's a lot um when we do these stories some we've talked about some we haven't yet um of men building houses for their wives yeah and I have asked my husband if he's going to build me a house, and he was like, "Yeah, right, no." Aww, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, if you if you uh, write that bestseller," and I'm like, "But then it's my money, and it's me buying- building myself a house." I know count. that's not, that's not the, that doesn't count.
1: <laughs> oh, Aaron has wanted Aaron wants to build me a house. That's sweet. That's what he is.
0: wants to physically build a house, right? Now. I think yeah. it's
1: more that he actually just wants to build a house, mm-hmm. and he can just say it's for me because we're married. Mm-hmm. But I no, mean, he it wasn't to that long ago
0: people did that. My my grandfather built my grandmother a house. Oh yeah, because they were staying with his parents. Their bedroom was right above um, the butcher, butchering area of the store. Nope. So every morning, my grandmother was woken by my great grandfather whistling and singing in Italian and chopping meat. <laughs> great great way to wait very romantic really sets a mood
1: husband you build me a house because i'm not living here anymore yeah
0: so he built them a house oh um that's and I, nice. I that house is still around too i believe oh that's great yeah it's in Allegan. <laughs> not yep. the city it's in Allegan county okay <laughs> so yeah there are a few houses there that my i feel weird saying ancestors but the people who preceded me did build Yeah. my I mean, grandfather my great-grandfather yeah well,
1: no matter what the story, something strange is happening in the woods of Alec County, <laughs> whether living no or not. <laughs> and there are many, many ways to experience them, as we've learned throughout the reader stories.
0: Yeah, so many urban legends.
1: Who knows if hydrocephalic children are wandering around looking to cause some chaos and mayhem to those who go looking for them? And perhaps Agnes, maybe even Dor, never left their beautiful mansion seriously it's gorgeous like it, it, I'm, a, I'm a little obsessed yeah if you can't I'm, tell
0: i'm obsessed i'm so happy it was restored and I'm and you can go there now that's fantastic
1: yes yeah and it's strictly for public use like mm-hmm. there's tours it's just it's open to the public it's kind of like it's kind of like a park mm-hmm. but a
0: really pretty house yeah yeah that's really cool i like that um well that's all we have for now All of the books we mention in the podcast are available at bookshop.org slash shop slash Haunted Mitten if you want to read more haunted stories and would like to get one of your own. Highly recommend. Again, but I really like books. (laughs) Um, Every purchase benefits this podcast as well as the independent bookstore of your choice and of course the authors, most of whom are fellow Michiganders. So it's a win-win-win. Support people. Yay! Supporting local people. Uh, Don't forget to like and review Haunted Mitten so more people can find us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Haunted Mitten. We're also
1: on Patreon. No, we're not going to stop saying it. Nope. Support us. A dollar a month. That's it. A dollar a month. Gets you access to the private Haunted Mitten Discord server and all of our awesome memes, as well as exclusive Patreon content, including the audio recording of our very first live presentation at Frankenfest Detroit about Historic Fort Wayne and our presentation to the Pinckney Library. Oh my god, I gave it to myself. I Uh, have to say the email. Do you want me to read it?
0: Yeah. do it. (laughs) I can't believe I gave it to myself. (laughs) You can also email us at contacthauntedmitten at gmail.com if you have a story or want to get in contact about a collaboration or sponsorship. Definitely a sponsorship. As you heard, we are starting. Yeah, we started up
1: our sponsorships. And we love them. They're great. Uh, You can find me at k gray rights that's w-r-i-t-e-s at pretty much all the social media's but i'm more likely to respond to you on um instagram and, and and the tweety box
0: yep and you can find me krista at krista k Coburn, c-r-y-s-t-a-k-c-o-b-u-r-n made my own song you did look at you
1: <laughs> and oh my god we have merch go to hauntedmitten.store for all your hm needs we hope to have some other designs going up soon. Uh, for now, you can get our fabulous logo on like a thousand different kinds of products. Which whatever you want, whatever you want, we'll put it. We'll put our logo on it for you. You want a water yep. bottle? Sweet shirt. Awesome hat. Cool button. Car decal, which are holding up pretty well. And it has snowed, so it seems to be okay. Yeah,
0: seems to be doing good. And yeah. the
1: t-shirts are so comfy. They're so comfy. So comfy. They're that's like. It's like my hang around t-shirt. If I want to be comfy, I put on my Haunted Mitten t-shirt. Yeah. It's just nice. And as always, happy haunting.